Welcome to the New Era Property and Business Podcast. I'm Rick Gannon and I'm a property investor, trainer and mentor and best-selling author. If you are interested in any of our property mentoring services, then please contact me via my website, which is www.neweraPropertySolutions.co.uk. And please don't forget to take a look at my five times best-selling book, House Arrest. House Arrest is a manual for new property investors, which shows you how you can replace your income by investing in property. That's available on Kindle, it's available on paperback, and it's also available on the Audible store. Hi everyone and welcome to Cup of Tea with Rick G. Good morning, it is Saturday, I've got my cup of tea here. Hope everybody is well. Today we're going to talk about the um, the top tips I can give you to prevent you from taking on the wrong tenants and therefore preventing uh, void periods and preventing from tenant arrears. So the way that we do things uh, with tenant recruitment, we are Uh, completely paperless. So everything we do is all online. So we've devised a set of questions that we ask the tenant before they get to do a room viewing. Now, I don't know why anybody would do it the other way around. What's the point on um, doing a room viewing with a tenant that potentially isn't going to be um, the, the correct tenant for the property anyway. I just don't see the point. So what we've done there, folks, is we've flipped it completely. And what we do is we do our due diligence before we actually take the tenant to the viewing stage now and the systems that we've created does all of that automatically for us. So today I'm going to share with you over the next 10 minutes or so the questions that we ask all of our tenants before they get to viewing stage. Now, how do we ask it? Well, we are online. All of our systems are online. And um, when the tenant books a viewing, the, the system will automatically go to a page that asks them those questions. So how do you do it if you're not systemized online. Well, it's really easy. Get a pen and paper, folks. Write this down because the questions I'm going to share with you, you can write them down and you can manually ask your tenant prospect um, or you can uh, you can do it over the phone, you can do it on an email. It doesn't really matter. But it's so important that you ask these questions, okay? Because if you don't, you're just going to be wasting your time because don't forget, lots of tenants, first of all, will be time wasters. They will be what we call professional tenants um, and sometimes they don't do things the right way and we all know that the law is kind of on the side of the tenant most of the time. So what do we do? So first of all, obviously, you're going to want to ask their name. So we ask their name. So that's question number one. Got to look at my uh, my screen here because it's on my screen. So first of all, we need to know what is their current job? So that's the main question. What's their current job, including their job title? So we can put them in the right household. Question number two, please give details of your current accommodation status. Are you a homeowner? Are you a lodger? Or are you a current tenant? So we can just build a picture of the background of the tenant. So we're starting to create our own due diligence with this, okay? The next question. As part of your application, we will be contacting your current and your past landlord. Have you ever missed a rent payment or fallen behind with your rent? Yes or no? Now, yeah, I know, folks, that these questions are self-declaration. I know that. But most people, believe it or not, are honest. And most people will either 
not answer the questions or they will um, they will lie and it will come out at a later stage. So what what these systems do for us is they take away about probably about 80 percent. I know it's massive. 80, 80 percent of our applicants. But that means the 20 percent that are left make for absolutely fantastic tenants and we don't have any problems with them so a lot of people use these systems i mean many of you that are watching uh, will have probably at some form uh, come across these or heard someone that's using our systems and to begin with people that are on our programs and our mentoring programs will say rick you know it's really reduced my viewings really taking them right down to the core and that's what we're trying to achieve here because the core people that are prepared to answer these questions are the tenants that you need okay so that was the next question as part of the application process we will be contacting your previous and your current landlords have you ever fallen behind with a rent payment next uh, next question have you ever been evicted or asked to leave or surrender your tenancy now those are kind of two very different questions have you ever been evicted simple isn't it yes or no but have you ever been asked to leave and you'll know that a lot of the people that are in the forums and in my facebook forums what we do sometimes with tenants if they become a problem with us we will ask them maybe to surrender their tenancy which will prevent us from having to evict them and um, prevent us from going through the court process so two very different questions have you been evicted have you ever been asked to leave and we're going to want to know that the next question is nationality we need to know the nationality for the right to rent act what is your nationality do you require a visa that's in the same question what is your nationality do you require a visa uh, to reside in uh, england the next question is why do you want to move now you'd be really surprised sometimes folks the people that the answers to these questions that people put um, and we had an applicant not long ago i want to move because i'm not getting on with the current housemates hmm. what does that mean well you can read into it whatever you like and every tenant on their own merit but if they're not getting on with the current housemates there's obviously a problem there isn't there there's a problem there's an issue of some form so we want to know why they need to move the next question now <laughs> this is quite a um you know one for yourselves do you have a criminal record now that's not necessarily going to disqualify them because it really depends on what the record is if it's offenses against the person such as uh, assault of any form if it's harassment and stalking if it's drug related um if it's um sexual related all that kind of thing is going to disqualify them straight away now what we do from this folks when they declare on there no i haven't got a criminal record we're going to go onto google and we're going to search their name because that will save you so many problems so many issues going forwards i'll give you an example folks uh, many years ago a few years ago now we took a tenant on and long story short i was actually at the property the police turned up had to let them in uh, went upstairs and they took my tenant away and arrested him for breaching his bail conditions now if I'd have gone on to Google prior to letting him in that property, I would have found out that he was arrested about two years prior. He was um, arrested for headbutting a 14-year-old girl, breaking her nose and beating up the arresting officer at the scene. It was all on Google all of it if i'd have done that of course i wouldn't have given him a tenancy so make sure that you ask that question do you have a criminal record and then google them and check next question folks can't remember what number we're on now what are we on about seven um 
Do you have any bad debt or county court judgments? Okay, really important. And again, it's not necessarily going to disqualify them. And it really depends on the demand and the supply in your area and what the county court judgment is for. If it's a low judgment, only a few pounds, maybe they missed the uh, payment on their, on their phone bill once, or maybe it's a parking fine, you know, each to your own merits. We might still accept them. It really depends on what the judgment is and whether or not it's been satisfied. Uh, then the next one. Now, folks, we added this because we found that we were going to properties and tenants were saying, oh, I really want the room. I think it's great, but I haven't got enough money to pay the fee. So can I pay it over installments with the rent? So to save wasting the time on that, we've added this in. So the up front fees and we can still charge fees folks you know that it's still not come into legislation yet so the upfront fees are x we charge 150 pounds plus a month's rent in advance do you have sufficient funds now many people will come back and say yes quite often we still get applicants that will come back and say, not at the moment, but I will have halfway through the tenancy or things like that, whatever that means. So, uh, you know, um, we wouldn't take them because they've got no money. So that takes away that side of the time wasters as well. OK, hope you're writing these down, folks. These are the fundamental questions that we ask on a daily basis for our business. We couldn't do what we do at the level we do it at without asking these questions. You can add to these, you know. These are the questions that we've put for ourselves. So the next one, do you have a suitable guarantor? Now, we don't take deposits in our portfolio. That's our decision. It's our portfolio. We don't manage for anybody else. So it's our risk, and the risk is purely on our shoulders. So we don't take deposits, but we do take guarantors. So do you have a guarantor, yes or no? We need to know that at this stage... Because if we get to viewing and we find out that they haven't got a guarantor, we've wasted our time again. So do you have a guarantor? The next question. Now, because we are online and we don't, we only see the tenant once or, or you know, the team from the office will only see the tenant once. We've got to be compliant with the Right to Rent Act. Most of you probably do know what that is already. So we need to make sure we see the original document that they bring with them, passport, visa, driving license, birth certificate, whatever it may be at the time of the viewing to say that we've seen the document. So we ask them to bring it with them on the viewing stage sometimes they forget sometimes we have to rearrange or do it over skype which we're allowed to um, so we put another question on here please bring with you your passport or your visa if you require one or your driving license and your birth certificate so we put that on the pre qualifying questions so we know that when they get there they've got all the documentation to prove that they've got the right to rent in the uk okay next one um how old will you be on your next birthday? That's just for us. It's a bit nosy. Uh, we're not bothered if they don't tell us. We're not going to be ageist. But we want to make sure that we put people in the right property um, and sort of nice and comfortable. And, you know, they're, um, they're within a, a peer group that's um, got similar values, similar age group, etc. The next thing we put on here, and we've added this recently, is how many hours a week do you work? Because we were finding that we were checking tenants in after going through all the processes and all the due diligence and we found out actually there were only um they were working you know sort of 40 hours a week but they were getting housing benefit or housing allowance as well which we don't take so we want to know on there how many hours a week they work and do they receive any form of housing benefit 
or um, housing allowance. Okay, we need to know that before we check them in because that may potentially slow it down. And you know, we don't do DSS uh, in our properties, so we need to know that. And the last question, folks when do you need to move? Which is a very obvious question. We need to plan forwards. So those are our pre-qualifying questions. Now, every tenant has to go through those. We don't take tenants unless they go through those questions. Okay, folks, so um, what do we do then? Well, if they go through this system, we're happy with them. They go to the viewing. One of the team will meet them, go through the, the property with them. If they want to view, then we'll start the process and do the due diligence even more so in the background by uh, writing to their current landlord and sometimes very often as well their previous landlord because if their current landlord is motivated in order to get them out of the property they're going to tell you that they were a fantastic tenant but if you go back one as well you will get warts and all and this is how we safeguard um, our, our business moving forwards because there is nothing worse than being a motivated landlord if you've got empty rooms and you um, you're really motivated because that's cash flow it's money in the bank that you're missing then you might be motivated to take the wrong tenant which will mean moving forwards down the line you might not get your rent paid for you so i'd rather have an empty room than have a bad tenant folks so we do all the due diligence as well as you would expect after the this initial process but if you follow this process folks it is absolutely um it's foolproof for us it works so well we've been doing this process for about four years on this particular process we've enhanced it now and we've just put it uh, onto a, a larger platform that we've created and i'll talk more about that maybe in a about three or four weeks time but if you follow this process folks it will help you immensely so thanks all folks thanks for listening and uh, any questions please um, drop me a line thanks very much have a great day if you are interested in any of our property mentoring services then please contact me via my website which is www.neweraPropertySolutions.co.uk, and please don't forget to take a look at my five times best-selling book house arrest house arrest is a manual for new property investors which shows you how you can replace your income by investing in property that's available on kindle it's available on paperback and it's also available on the audible store